Hello, and welcome to Podcast University, your mobile classroom for leaders. I am your instructor and mentor, Willie Diggs. I'm so excited that you have decided to join me for yet another podcast. Big shout out to all of my Life Class Academy mentees who are joining me in a six-week intensive on dream building. Also want to give another high five and shout out to all of my AAMU 312 students who are listening on this podcast who are preparing for midterm. So today is going to be particularly interesting for you guys because on today I have two objectives. Uh, The first objectives that we have is that we're going to review social work objectives. And the second one we're going to do, or the second objective for today, is to explain the difference between micro, meso, and macro. Now, I think it was Nelson Mandela who said, education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. Uh, Again, I'm going to say that. It says that education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. So if as we get ready to go into this podcast, I really want you to get fired up about studying and understanding uh, the benefits of, of reviewing social work objectives and, and knowing the difference between micro, meso, and macro. Remember here on Podcast University, we tend to flow through three veins. Those veins are academics, professionalism, and spirituality. But today we're gonna focus more on the academic side. So let's get started. One of the first things I think that we all need to understand, and social workers, I need you to hear me, one of the more challenging aspects of being a helping professional involves the ability to question and reflect on one's conscious use of self in relation to professional ideals, the enactment of professional roles, the place of practice, and the social cultural context of human existence. Now here, I hope you go back and you listen to that again. Let me say that because this, uh, for my students, this will be on your exam. You need to understand that one of the more challenging aspects of being a helping professional involves the ability to question and reflect on one's conscious use of self in relation to professional ideals, the enactment of professional roles, the place of practice, and the social cultural context of human existence. Now, you understand that in our class, we're constantly talking about uh, our professional ideals and professional roles. So we want to make sure that you get an understanding of that. Also, too, on your exam, I'm going to ask that you list the social work objectives. Here they are for you. And I want you to make sure that you study them and know them. They do not have to be in order, but it's imperative that you understand that these are your social work objectives. Number one. We remove social injustice. Number two, we relieve social injustice. Number three, we reduce redress. And I want you to understand about reduce redress because a lot of times when we get the word redress, we don't really understand what that means. In other words, we want to reduce undesirable or unfair situations. Again, when we say reduce redress, what we're really meaning is that we're trying to reduce an undesirable or unfair situation. Let's go further. Also, we prevent suffering. Another thing we do, we assist weaker sections. And lastly, one of the major things that we do is rehabilitate distressed class people. Here again, these are the list of your social work objectives. Remove social injustice, relieve social injustice, reduce redress, prevent suffering, assist assist weaker sections, and rehabilitate distressed class people. 
Let's go further in our discussion now. I hope y'all are preparing to study because the exam is going to be big. But there are three practice categories that you ought to have uh, in your memory now. We are, we, we practice in these three categories, micro, meso, and macro. Three practice categories. Say that with me. Micro, meso, and macro. One more time for the people in the back. Micro, meso, and macro. You do need to know these three. They're gonna be on your exam. They're gonna be all through our class. Uh, for, until you graduate in undergrad, you need to understand that there are three practice categories. Now give them to me. You got them right. That's micro, meso, and macro. Now, let's talk about each one of them uh, in depth. First, I'm gonna start with micro, which is one of the first categories. Now, micro, and I want you to hear me, micro social work happens directly with individuals, clients, or families. Again, micro social work happens directly with an individual client or family. Micro social work is the most common practice. So if you see this on your exam, what is the most common practice? You should answer micro. You got it right. So micro social work is the most common practice. The third thing I want you to know about micro social work is that it's not just the most common practice, but it happens directly with an individual client or family. In other words, I just put the top two that I gave you all together in one. Now, let me give you an example of micro social work. That could be counseling, that can be individual therapy, or it can be family therapy. I think we all got a good understanding that micro happens directly with an individual client or family and it is the most common practice and micro social work is the most common practice i keep saying that because it's on your exam it is the most common practice and it happens directly with an individual client or family and those examples are counseling individual or family therapy now let's go on to meso practice meso i believe is probably one of the ones that's most confusing because meso is kind of like in the middle between micro and macro. So here, let's talk about meso social work. Meso social work practice deals with small to medium sized groups such as neighborhoods, schools, or other local organizations. Again, meso social work deals with, um, with small to medium sized groups such as neighborhoods, schools, or other local uh, organizations. Now, an example of meso-social work includes community organizing, the management of social service organizations, school or focuses on institutional or cultural change rather than the individual client. Now, remember in class, we talked about, you know, examples of, of meso practice. I want you to make sure that we're dealing with small to medium sized groups when you give me an example. And believe me, it's going to be on your exam. So the first one you got is micro. The second one you have is meso. Now, let's go on to macro. Macro, remember when we hear macro, we think big picture. Say that with me, big picture. So micro social work, uh, the effort to help clients by intervening in large system. Here's the definition I'm going to be looking for on the exam. Macro social work. It's the effort to help clients by intervening in large systems. I'm going to say it one more time for the people in the back. Uh, macro social work, uh, the effort to help clients by intervening in large systems. Macro practice is the one key distinction 
between social work and other helping professions such as psycho, uh, psychiatric therapy. One of the things that I've, I've told my students over and over again is that when you are being challenged about your career in social work, I always tell them, always let people know that we don't just deal with individuals and families. We don't just deal with just the communities or small to medium sized group, but we have a micro part that most other groups don't have. And that's the effort to help clients by intervening into large systems. Uh, it's that key distinction between social work and other helping professions, such as the psychiatric therapy. Now, examples of macro practice, and here, these are just examples. We're not limited to them. Uh, examples can include um, lobbying to change our healthcare laws, organizing a statewide activist group, or advocating on a large-scale social policy change. Now, I want you to understand that those are your examples of macro practice that can be lobbying to change a healthcare law. And of course, you're watching what's going on in our world right now. You understand that there's a lot of things that we can be lobbying for. Organizing a statewide activist group. We're seeing a lot of that with like the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, that is a macro movement. You see a lot of things uh, that are going on like that right now. Uh, we had an activity where I think last year where we went down to Montgomery to do some advocating as well during the state advocacy day. So, but remember, we are a large scale social policy change. That's what we're looking for for macro. Remember, here's another key thing. It's probably going to be on your test. So you need to know that these three levels of social work practice at times overlap and always influence each other. I'm going to say that again. These three levels of social work practice at times overlap and always each influence each other. They always influence each other. Remember how we used the example in class where we talked about a healthcare law. We talked about the policy and how it got to the community and how it got to the individual. And sometimes the person who is, is uh, seeking the service, the individual who's receiving the service has a different uh, uh, ability to get the service based on whether or not what the big picture is planning to get, get it to the, to the individual. It has to go from the policy to the community and then to the individual who receives it. And they always influence each other. If the policy is not articulated properly to the community, then the, the micro perspective will be difficult to get. I hope that makes sense to you. If not in class, we can discuss that a little bit further, but I want you to know that they always influence each other. The community uh, part influences the resources from the macro, and it also influences the micro of the people who, get, who, who uses the resources. So they all overlap and they are constantly um, um, you know, influencing each other. So I'm going to say that again. These three levels of social work practice at times overlap and they always influence each other. So it is important to understand the distinction between these social work approaches. Now, as I get ready to end this first uh, session with you guys on Podcast University, I want to go back and kind of give you a quiz. So I hope y'all are ready. Get your sheet of paper and we're going to see if you can pass this test. First question, true or false? One of the more challenging aspects of being a helping professional involves the ability to question and reflect on one's conscious use of self in relation to professional ideals, the enactment of professional roles, 
the place of practice and the social culture context of human existence. Is that statement true or false? I'm going to read that one more time for those who are struggling. True or false? One of the more challenging aspects of being a helping professional involves the ability to question and reflect on one's conscious use of self in relation to professional ideals, the enactment of professional roles, the place of practice, and the social cultural context of human existence. Okay, you got 10 seconds to give me the answer to that. Come on, 10 seconds. You only got 10 seconds. Is it true or false? If you said true, give yourself a high five. Give yourself a pat on the back. Do the cabbage patch. Just know that you just got the first answer correct. Now, here we go to the next question. List the social work objectives. I want you to list them. There are, let's see how many. One, two, three. There are six of them. They don't have to be in order. List them for me. Come on, you got to know this information. I need you to list me the six social work objectives. If you said remove social injustice, relieve social injustice, reduce redress, prevent suffering, assist weaker sections, and rehabilitate distressed class people, you just hit it. You ought to be doing the, as the old, old school would say, the WAP. You ought to be doing the stanky leg. You know, I'm just being funny. But you ought to just be having a good time right now because that means that you've been studying for Professor Diggs' class and you are ready to take this midterm exam. Now, I got another question. There are three practice categories. I'm going to ask you if this is true or false, but on the test, you're probably going to have to list them. But I'm going to ask you just on the podcast, is this true or false? Is it micro, micro, and micro? The three practice categories, are they micro, micro, and micro? If you said false, you are right. It is not micro, micro, and micro. It is micro, meso, and macro. The three practice categories are micro, meso, and macro. Now, just uh, some quick questions that I hope you are able to answer. Now, what is the most common practice, type of practice? Which category is the most common uh, practice? If you said micro, you hit it. Give me an example of micro practice. If you said counseling, you did it. If you said individual or family therapy, you got it. You ought to be just really giving yourselves a high five. Which one of these three categories happens directly with an individual client or family? If you said micro, then I think you got it right. Now, let's go on further. Now, what is one of the key distinctions between social work and other helping professionals such as psychiatric therapy? Which one of the three practice categories is the one of the key distinctions between social work and the other helping professionals? professions such as psychiatric therapy. If you said macro, you are on the road to get an A for this midterm and you ain't taking no prisoners. 
I'm telling you, students, I'm so amped up about this midterm exam. I believe that you guys have been studying. Y'all got the coffee pot going. You got some candy and some snacks. Don't eat too much sugar because you got to get ready for this midterm. I am super excited for us to be ready and preparing for this exam because we're going to show all of the social work department that social work 312 ain't playing no games and everybody in the class is getting an A because we're all studying. Now, last question before I end this podcast, I want to ask you, which practice deals with small to medium-sized groups such as neighborhoods, schools, or other local organizations? Which uh, practice our category deals with small to medium sized groups such as neighborhoods, schools, or other local organizations. If you said mezzo, you are on your road to an A. And guess what, guys? If you listen to this podcast over and over and over, you're going to be so ready for this exam when we come up on Wednesday. It's going to blow even my mind as I grade them. So you already know when you hear this, you need to be hitting that clap sign if that stuff is making sense to you. So I want to make sure that you are prepared for your exam. Hey, as your professor on campus, one of the things that I pride myself on is finding innovative ways to engage my students. And I believe everything that Nelson Mandela said, and I'm going to end the podcast like this. It says that education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. I have the awesome opportunity to educate some of the greatest minds on the earth. You guys are some of the most phenomenal students I've ever taught before. And I'm just super excited to be your teacher. So for all those who are listening to me on Podcast University, get yourselves ready because we're about to make an A on this midterm exam. Hey guys, as we get ready to close, I want to thank you again so much for tuning in to Podcast University, your mobile classroom for leaders. I am your instructor and mentor, Willie Diggs. I want to give you a high five and I pray that uh, you've enjoyed your, your day and that everything is going well. Remember, if you want to find me on the web, you can always search me on my social media handles. You can find me on Facebook at Willie Diggs, on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at I am Willie Diggs. Or you can just say, you know what, Professor Diggs, I'm going to go old school. I just want to go to your website. We'll pull up your laptop and go to www.willydiggs.com. Again, that is www.willydiggs.com. Hey, thank you so much for joining me here on Podcast University.